Girlfriends, episode number 144, Strengthening Our Communities with Allison Gingras. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance, and joy in family living. This week, I'm talking with author, speaker, podcaster, and blogger, Allison Gingras, about ways we can cultivate community among women and the importance of feminine friendship. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Hey, girlfriends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for another episode of the Girlfriends Podcast. You know I'm always so happy that we can connect here in this way. I want to give a big shout out to our growing Facebook group. If you're not already a part of the Girlfriends Podcast Facebook group, head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Girlfriends Podcast. You need to put in a request to join, but I approve those quickly. And really, this is just a nice extension of the community that we're building here in the Girlfriends Podcast. It's a way for us to interact and just share everyday goings on in our lives. Talk about topics you might like to see on the show. This is your way to have your voice be heard, but also just connect with other women who share your faith, share your values. If you both listen to the Girlfriends Podcast, I know I like you and I know you're going to like each other. So head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Girlfriends Podcast. We'd love to have you join that community as well. And I want to give a big thank you to those of you who've been encouraging me and supporting me on the launch of my newest book, You Are Enough, What Women of the Bible Teach You About Your Mission and Worth, now available. By the time you're listening to this podcast, it will be shipping. So if you've pre-ordered, you will get that hot copy in your excited little hands pretty quickly. And then I can't wait to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your conversations that we can really begin to have about the content of this book. So if you haven't already ordered, I want to remind you that uh, Girlfriends listeners get a special discount, 10% off just for listening to the Girlfriends podcast. Ascension was kind enough to extend that to you guys because they know you're important to me. And so we got that discount for you. 10% off, go to ascensionpress.com. I'll have the link just directly to the book in the show notes. But if you um, just happen to be on your phone, you can go to ascensionpress.com. Click on the shop and find You Are Enough there. When you're checking out, use that code GIRLFRIENDS and you'll get 10% off. But I've been hearing from so many of you who are excited about the content of the book, excited to begin studies of the book at your parish, or even just among some of your friends. Um, Many of you pre-ordered and got that free copy of the companion journal, so you're looking forward to using that on your own or with friends. And I want to tell you that I'm here to support you and encourage you in all of those things that you're doing. So feel free to reach out if you have ideas, if you have thoughts to share, if you have questions about the content. I really, like I told you, I'm really looking forward to getting that feedback. Now the real conversations can begin now that the book is actually going to be getting into people's hands. I'm really excited about that. And I want to thank those of you who've just plain encouraged me shared the links on Facebook and on social media, on Instagram, give me shout outs, just send me a little note of encouragement on the book's release. So thank you for all of that. That's super encouraging to me. And I really appreciate it. It really helps me to see what a wonderful community of girlfriends we have here through the podcast. So thank you for that. I appreciate all of that. 
Well, I don't want to hold up this week's interview because I love Allison Gingras and all that she has to share. She truly is a friend of mine. I love her so much and all the work that she does. She's just such a generous soul. And um, this week I asked her to talk with me a little bit about female friendships, getting together with other women, because that's what she's all about in her new series of books, Stay Connected, the first of which is now available, is all about that. It's providing a resource to get women together just to talk about their faith think about their relationship with God and do that in an intentional way. Uh, Allison suggests doing it once a week. Um, but I hope that you'll hear in this conversation a little bit of um, an encouragement to assess where you are in your life with regard to your female friendships, where you are in regard to community. I was challenged by my conversation with Allison, and I've got some things going on in my brain, things I might want to explore in the coming weeks along those lines of building community among the women right here around me in my parish, around my in my hometown. So I'm hoping that you'll hear that same kind of encouraging challenge. That's what I like to call it <laughs> inside of what Allison shares. So take a listen to this interview, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Hey, everybody. I am thrilled to have a special guest and friend, dear friend of mine, Allison Gingras is joining us today. Allison is from ReconciledToYou.com. She's a Catholic author, social media evangelist, inspirational speaker, retreat leader, blogger, and podcaster with a unique, practical, and humorous way of sharing a grace-filled life with Christ. That's a great way to sum you up, Allison. Thanks for coming on. I think I need to add Catholic overachiever. Totally. I know, because when you listen to that list, isn't it funny? I mean, and, and you do all those things and, and you do them so well. So I'm so excited to Thank share you. what you have going on with our listeners here at Girlfriends. So um, we're going to talk specifically about women getting together with other women. Why is this so hard? Why is it so hard for us to do this? Because women always put ourselves last. And mm. why do we do that? We should talk about that too, Danielle. Why do we yeah. put ourselves last? Yeah, that's that's a great point. And I, <laughs> I think that is absolutely it because, you know, I, you know, when I was going through some of the things that you've shared with your upcoming um, Stay Connected series of books, which is aimed at supporting women's groups in staying connected in between their big projects and big studies and other things they might have going on. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, gosh, you know, I, I did have a women's group that was going and it was part of what I, I was doing at my parish. But after too many times of other things coming up, other things seeming like, oh, I should just do that instead, you know, and mm -hmm. ultimately it kind of got put on the back burner on um, a pretty much permanent basis. So you've already, with your series of books, inspired me oh, yay. to reassess what my priorities are with regard to spending time with other women and being intentional about it. I think that's part of it. But just to get us started, maybe describe yes. what inspired this series of books and exactly how you're hoping women will use them. I've been in Bible study, uh, group uh, group study, faith sharing, Catholic book club, whatever you want to call it. There's many, many different names for it for over 10 years now. And I have seen that and I've been in various different groups and I've noticed a kind of trend that when a book ends, the, the group would just disband. And it was really hard to get them back together again. Yeah. Plus, I'd run into them and they would say, oh, since we stopped that last book, I just feel that I'm less connected to God. I feel like I don't know what's going on with my friends. I just feel like this emptiness. And 
I kind I got it. Look, there's so many wonderful, great books out there. Um, you know, I'm really, really excited to get my hands on You Are Enough. Oh, by, yes. I don't know, Thank this Daniel that. Bean person. <laughs> so excited for that book. I've enjoyed all your other books and my group has done them. And we've done The Grace of Yes, Lisa Hendy. I love that. The wine I'm involved with women in the new evangelization, Wine with Kelly Walquist. We have Gaze Upon Jesus coming out. And these are all amazing books. But, you know, when you get really busy and you go through the book after eight, six, seven, eight weeks, it's tough to jump into another one. Mm-hmm. But if your group disbands, it's really hard to get them back together for the next book, the next bigger study. So I really wanted to create something that women could do. Literally, you could come together in the hour and a half, two hours that you meet and do the book, all that that chapter all together in the group. You can read it. You can answer the questions. You can look up the scriptures either at home before you come, or if you just don't have that time, give yourself that hour and a half, two hours a week and do it together. That was really the motivation behind the state connected journals for Catholic women. Wow. And it's so needed, you know, and women are hungry for these kinds of resources. And they actually, this has been my experience, they don't care how simple they are. They just want something <laughs> they can use, something they can bring to their group and give them a tiny bit of structure so they have some confidence going into the group. Amen. And this can be as complicated or as simple as you want. We, you know, I even built into the series. So I wrote the first one. It's called The Gift of Invitation. And then I mm-hmm. asked other bloggers to write along. We have the first three out now. And praise God, the publisher just picked up the second three coming out in time for Lent. But the the whole structure was an opening and closing prayer. You don't even have to think about how you're going to start and end this group. Mm -hmm. Then there's the reflection. There's a a big question that you can either share with the group or keep your own pondering. Then the scriptures that you open up the Bible yourself and look through. But I know that can be you know, difficult too when you're busy. So we even have a little cheat sheet that you can go to GraceWatch Media, GraceWatch.media, and download for all the scriptures. Then questions like three simple questions, but yet very thought provoking Mm -hmm. questions to help you go deeper in your own faith life. Right. And you know, it's been my experience that having just that little bit to get you started. And that's Mm -hmm. what I love about um, what you've put together in, well, I just have the first book. Um, This series of books, though, is that it's just a, it's short, and it's simple, and it feels very doable. But there's a lot more to be explored there, like little nuggets that can get Mm -hmm. conversations really started. And I find that women don't actually need very much prompting to start talking. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Love that about women. <laughs> I know. It's actually really great. And, and you know, this is something um, maybe you could share a little bit, Allison, about um, the retreats that you do. Because in doing the retreats that I do, one thing that I've observed is every group is different. And, of course, every woman comes to the retreat with different needs and in a different spiritual place and, um, you know, having different expectations and preferences and all of that. But each group kind of has a different vibe. And I've had some groups where they're all very quiet and reserved Mm -hmm. and you try to push that small discussion part on them and everybody's really uncomfortable. And I've had some where you cannot get them to stop talking. And um, I I love that. And and I love it when I can get one of those quiet groups to turn into one of those noisy groups by the end of the session, because Mm -hmm. that's what we really need. In the end, it's great to be talking about these these spiritual things and to focus our minds on our, our callings as women. But Um, Don't you find that sometimes we just really need to get together and laugh and share what's going on in our lives? 
I think the core of what women need is to see that the faith, your faith can be lived in your everyday ordinary life, that it's not set apart, but it's an integral part of. And, you know, it's so funny when you talk about the retreats. I want the part of the structure if I do a full day retreat is the first small group. I kind of give them the the kind of the leeway to leave the group. Like mm-hmm. you can go shop, you can go spend time with Jesus and adoration, kind of give them that. You can go snack, get a cup of coffee, whatever. But mm-hmm. the second time, I'm like, okay, now, ladies, you've been together all day. You're not escaping <laughs> this time. <laughs> and I find like, you know, in the first the first group, you know, sometimes you can be kind of nervous. You're, you're just getting there. You're just warming up. And, and that could be the quiet group. But by the end, you have that flip that you were just speaking about when they become very chatty because they've been together. Their, heart, their hearts have been set on fire. And I always say to them, here's your opportunity. You're going to go home to a group of people who are not on retreat high, right. <laughs> who have not spent this day being lit on fire for the Lord. This is your time to talk about what he's done for you and what he's doing in your heart right now. And it really does spark a lot of conversation. I love that. Um, Allison, I want you to share the story of your own hosting of a women's group in your own home and um, how you kind of reinstated it and how all of that went, because I I find that really encouraging. Well, I was in a group for about three or three to four years. And sadly, uh, my friends left the the Catholic Church. They stayed with Christ. And I love that. I love that they went with where their hearts were. But I miss them Mm -hmm. in my uh, being able to share my Catholic faith, the adoration, our Blessed Mother, the Eucharist, the things that I loved. So that was the sad part. I miss them in that. And so I started one in my home. And I found like quickly that I I was really overwhelmed because, you know, having people to your home, you need to have a company clean house. And I'm not good at that. Like, I'm not good at dust bunny wrangling at all. Like they're just, they run amok here. Pretty much they run the place. So I was going to quit it. I was like, this is it. I, I'm done. I'm no Martha. I just can't do this. Mm-hmm. And um, I, we finished our book and I told the group I'm done. And off I went to World Youth Day 2013. Cardinal O'Malley is doing the closing mass. And he says, if you want to change the world, if you really want to set hearts on fire for Christ, then you need to learn hospitality, which was like this giant spiritual two by four between the eyes. And I came home and I emailed them all. And I said, "Okay, clearly the Lord is telling me I have to keep going. So but there's the deal, ladies. You're going to get family cleaned, which we know is completely different. Mm hmm. Thing company clean. I promise nobody would be skeeved out by my toilet. I live with a bunch of boys. Mm-hmm. I promise. <laughs> I promise nobody would be sticking to furniture, but there'd be clutter. Like yeah. I'm not going to put away my books. Um, I, you know, I, I made these like these little promises. They promised not to look at my my pile of laundry, to let the <laughs> dust bunnies be, like make friends with them, and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was, I love it. It was so beautiful, and now we've been together. Um, this was so 2018. The group evolves. There's people who come in and out of the group. That That's just part of, of hosting a Bible study. I laugh and tell them that I probably wouldn't be here every week unless I was the hostess. But mm-hmm. they also give me the opportunity to say, okay, this week I can't make it. Right. So we skip a week or, you know, if you want, you can go to the church and have it. You can go to another person's house. But they're usually just as happy as I am to get a week off. Sure. Yeah, now I I love that. And I love how real you are about sharing, you know, what what are some of those obstacles? And yeah, sometimes it's about cleaning your house and having that pressure of having other women over. And I know from my own experience, I have friends who come over that I will do that super clean for because Mm -hmm. you know why? Because we're not really truly friends yet. Honestly, (laughs) 
That's what it means, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. you don't have that level of trust and intimacy and being real with one another. And that doesn't mean you don't tidy up your house before someone comes over, of course. Like right. you clean the toilets. All that matters really. Yes. <laughs> like let's be I honest. Mean, as that long as your day to day isn't like yeah, exactly. You don't have to shovel out, right? Um, but so I think, you know, finding that level of comfort, I mean, that's what every one of us really wants. Yeah. And if you think about it, if that's what every one of us wants as a guest too, like you don't want to feel like your your hostess is looking to impress you with what, you know, putting on a show for you or something. You just want to feel invited into her space. And everyone says they feel so comfortable. Like they don't they don't have to put on airs. They don't have to pretend that their house is cleaner than mine. You know, mm-hmm. and, and during the evolution of this over the last five years, we've actually gone to the church for a while because that worked out better for us. At one point in Massachusetts, we had five feet of snow on the ground. So mm-hmm. parking in my yard wasn't feasible. So we moved to the church and we liked it there. But in the end, we decided the um, intimacy of a home just made more sense. We've done changing the hostess from book to book. So nobody feels the the burden of always being the hostess. And and that worked really well um, for a while. Um, You know, the, the group as the group changes and evolves, I think what works for the group changes. So to be flexible. So right now we're in a, a the season we're coming to my home is the best option. And that works really, really well for me. <laughs> I love that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk, frankly, because I love how frank you can be, Allison. <laughs> let's talk about women and jealousy and competition, because this creeps into pretty much all of our interactions, I am sorry to say, and I've experienced mm-hmm. it on various levels. I've been the jealous and competitive one more often than I like to admit. And I've also been surprised by other people who are approaching me with those kinds of obstacles between us. And um, it's just always seems to be there. Can you talk about your experience with that a little bit? I can't actually. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I went to confession. I was at a wine retreat, a wine conference, I should say, in New Jersey. And I was like, ooh, new, fresh, pre- French, fresh priest. I almost said fresh prince, like a ballet. <laughs> that would be cool to meet him in the confessional. <laughs> Instead, I had a fresh priest from New Jersey. Um, doesn't quite have the same ring. And I was, you know, here I am at this conference with all these speakers. I wasn't one of them. I was there in a the social media um, position. And mm-hmm. like I just, I wanted to be the star. Like, I want to be up there speaking. I have so much to offer, Lord, but that wasn't where you put me. And and it feels like right now in October, I think every Catholic awesome girlfriend that I have right now has a book coming out. I think we all launched the same day. It's crazy. I just saw Mary Lenneberg, who we've had on Girlfriends. I I just saw right before we got on here that her book is available for pre-order. I'm like, okay. (laughs) All right, Lord, what are you up to, right? It's crazy. And it'd be so easy for us to get um, almost... uh, territorial like well yeah. I'm not going to share her book and I need to get my book out there yeah but you know I was I was praying just this morning it's just crazy that you brought this up but not really it's the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and just kind of feeling like well everyone's going to buy their books and no one's going to buy mine and the Lord's like okay Allison first of all I want you in a daily prayer practice so you need more than one book mm-hmm. these books go six to eight weeks and there's 52 weeks in the year and we really do need to have a daily prayer practice. Mm-hmm. And I, for, for me, spiritual reading, especially these amazing books that all of these awesome Catholic women are putting out, are the best vehicle for me. It's how the Lord changed my heart and how he brought me closer to him. So for over the last 10 years, I've easily read over 200, maybe more books. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> That's pretty crazy. That's intense. 
I, I like to read. I really and I love Catholic nonfiction. So the more yep. the the more the merrier. So there is more than enough audience and more than enough um, need for each and every one of these mm-hmm. books. But so easy for us to get wrapped up in that jealousy. Now moving aside from the Catholic realm, you're mm-hmm. you're right. This happens in everyday ordinary life. So I went to the confession. I was saying, and I told the priest, I'm very envious. Um, of, of success of people who I think mother better than I do, mm-hmm. um, people who keep a cleaner home, who yep. have a better job, have more money, a nicer car, all those things. And he said, at the core of that is your insecurity. He's right. like, you have to know how loved you are, how how everything that is allowed in your life, God has his hands on, and that God loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you. And if you were the only person, he would have died. And if he had to, just for you, he'd die again. It was the best advice or the most um, this heartfelt thing a priest has ever said to me in the confessional. Right. And boy, did I need to hear that. Wow. I needed to hear that. I so appreciate <laughs> you sharing that because you're right. Whether it's you're, you're an author and you're comparing your books to other people's books or you're a mom in the school pickup line and you're comparing what cars you're driving or how your kids are dressed or whatever. You know, it just seems like there's always something like that to make you feel less than. And those are right. such powerful words that truly that is where we need to be focused. And um, you know, what brats we are when we're ignoring God's unique and intimate and personal love for each of us that he, you know, he died on the cross for each of us in a personal way. And to reject that and say, well, you didn't give me the same gifts you gave this person over here. I mean, it's unbelievable what we do sometimes. You know, St. Paul says it like we can't all be the eye. We can't all be the hand. Like all of us is needed. Like mm-hmm. in order to be the full body of Christ, right. we need many parts and we can't all serve the same purpose and the same um, mission. We all need, we're all needed. And yeah. it, I think it's almost, it has to be an insult to God when we look at all the gifts and blessings that he's given us and say, well, those are fine and dandy, but why don't I have those? Because right. those are better. Right. Like, no, they're they're all good. They're all for me. All good gifts come from God. So just to start to really accept the beauty that of who we are. I don't know. I think you are enough is just comes to mind. I don't know why, Danielle. Just oh. can't wait to read this book. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because um it's true. You are enough, and that's the message we need to hear. But a little twist on that that I heard from Ann Voskamp, who I'm a huge fan of her writing, um, mm. was she did this article and it was the the focus point of it was you have enough. Mm. I mean, we need to hear that message, don't we? I mean, uh, how much we are distracted by other things when it's, you have enough, you have what God means for you to have. You have the Mm -hmm. gifts that he means for you to use. He's put you in the life that he means for you to be blessing other people in. And we need to hear that message. You are enough and you have enough. I think it's so important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and um, just this week, just yesterday, actually, I, I brought my daughter to the doctor and she was just diagnosed with scoliosis oh, and it's pretty know. severe. And I realized that I had missed her appointment last year, her annual appointment. And I have been beating myself Ugh. up 
that, you know, mom, I actually said to her, mom of the year, I can't believe I forgot that. And I had a good reason. Like we went for something, she got her flu shot. And in my head, that was like, oh, you got your, your like flu shot equals annual appointment. I'm busy. I have ADD, whatever, for whatever reason, I never brought her back. So I'm like kicking myself like in tears. I'm such a horrible mom. And then I was reminded in my prayer this morning, as I was pouring my heart out to God, Romans 8, 28, for those who love God, he makes good from everything. Like we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that we wish we could go back and undo and right. do better, but he's going to bring good from this. I'm like, a daughter is going to be fine. Um, the, the doctor even said to me, she had a huge growth spurt. So it's possible it wouldn't even been detected a year ago, which was very nice of her to say oh, to me. That's but that's very nice. <laughs> I'm still going to beat myself She knew what you were thinking. <laughs> well, it was kind of clear on my face as, um, but just to remember that God makes good of everything thing we do, whether we do it perfectly or we completely muck it up like I did being, you know, mom of the year and not getting her to her doctor's appointment. Yeah. And there's so many things that we do that we really, I wish like, and, and then I think we're, that's kind of where that competitiveness, because you see this other parents like, oh, she, but she never forgets to bring her kids to the oh, doctor. I know. It's crazy. They're not but sharing just, their dirt with you. Well, I'll share some of my dirt with you, Allison, since you shared this Dr. Shame story, because I have one of my own. <laughs> years ago, my daughter, Gabby, she was like nine years old at the time. She went for, honestly, weeks complaining that her knees hurt and just complaining. And, you know, I know your moms know their kids' personalities. Some of them are more complainers than others. And you kind of decide how seriously to take things that way. And I just kept brushing her off like, okay, yep, let's go, you know, and oh, well, you know, maybe let's see how you're feeling later. And maybe you just need to walk around a bit and whatever. I did that for weeks until one morning she got out of bed and came to the top of the stairs and just started crying because she could not walk down the stairs. She physically couldn't walk down the stairs. And then I went and looked and her knees were so swollen and I brought her right to the pediatrician and she had Lyme disease. So, oh, well, thank um, you yeah. for sharing that with this me. Is, yeah, this, I'm, now I'm sharing it with everybody. Uh, I got oh. real comfortable because it felt like we're just having a friendly phone call here and now I'm sharing it with everybody. But anyway, um, yeah, I felt so guilty. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I, oh, my gosh. And I was mm -hmm. like beating myself up over it. And this was January. Well, you know when you contract Lyme disease? You know, probably in the fall, you know. So this had been going on for a while. So the doctor was like, wow, it's really unusual to see a Lyme disease diagnosis in January. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was dying. And But you know mm -hmm. what? You do. You have to give yourself grace in those moments. Yep. Like I was doing the best I could with what I yep. had. And yeah, there probably was a better option there to take it a little more seriously a little sooner or whatever. But you know, you can only do so much. And, and I'll exactly. never forget when I once heard from this woman, Allison, who sent me an email because her son had six cavities, and her husband was angry with her about it. And, and you know, it just spoke right mm -hmm. to my heart, because that's the guilt <laughs> we feel. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it helps. <laughs> this is why we need to stay connected. And that's share. right. You don't want to share with everybody, maybe, <laughs> but sharing with people who are supportive and generally encouraging. Now, I know I have some people listening who are like, I want this in my life. I want to get together with other women on a regular basis. I want good girlfriends because, you know, when I did a podcast on the subject of friendship, I got a ton of feedback from that. Oh, yeah. People really struggling with that. What advice do you offer to somebody who feels like they don't know where to start? They, they don't have close friends and they want that. Uh, step number one always is prayer. I know that sounds so cliche, but it's true. It's truly the truth mm -hmm. is to pray and ask the Lord to open up the doors and the opportunities for you. You'll be amazed at what God does. The second is, is to really pray about being that person right. who starts it. 
And, you know, having one or two people come isn't a failure. That's the start. Mm -hmm. And I've had plenty of weeks where it's just me and two women sitting at my kitchen table. And you know what? Those are some of my favorite conversations and my favorite memories. Oh, I love and that. And it's, it's like the Breck, you know, old Breck commercial. I'm going to show my age. You tell two friends and they tell two friends and so on. And it kind of, and that is exactly how Bible study or faith sharing group um, kind of happens. Mm -hmm. You start, you, you have the faith, you pick a book, you in, tell one friend or two friends and you invite them to your home and then you invite them to open up the invitation. That's why my first book is called The Gift of Invitation, because that's yeah. what started for me. This woman invited me to her home. She bought me the book because I think she knew my personality. I'd go with the guilt. If that mm -hmm. was what works, go with it. You know, knowing that she'd <laughs> given me this great gift. I, and then I got there and there was wonderful snacks. And so I had to stay, which is ironic because I do not offer snacks <laughs> in my group because that's not one of my gifts. <laughs> no, you got you to gotta make it so you're actually going to do it. So set your own exactly. rules. Exactly. So just, you know, pray, step out in faith. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't feel comfortable having them to your home, ask your, your pastor, your priest to have it at the church. I'm, I'm going to tell you that most of them are going to say yes. They're just thrilled to have something for women in their parish. Right. And then trust, you know, and I'm always available. Reconciletoyou.com. You can email me there if you need any extra support. The State Connected Journals for Catholic Women actually has another PDF download that you can get, which is how to set up your own small group. So oh, that's great. also available. And I'm always, I really, I say that, but I truly mean it. I'm available to help you um, answer any questions or walk you through any of the steps that you really need help with. So no excuses. None. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I like that. No excuses at all. This is a reason for you to be getting together and, and find a way to make it happen. I mean, so are, tell us how the books are, are structured. Are they, are they intended to be like week by week or month by month? Or is that flexible? I'm really a proponent of week by week. I think that you need to make time for God every week, mm -hmm. of course, through mass. But you know, God doesn't want just that one hour, 45 minutes of your life. He wants every moment of your life. So I feel like making that commitment every hour to meet for an hour and a half, two hours, my group does two hours, is really crucial to staying connected to God mm -hmm. and to staying connected to other faith-filled women. So the book is, is set up that you can either do it at home and then yeah. meet as a group. Or if you don't have the time, like I said earlier, you can do it right there, the two hours that you're together. There's an opening and closing prayer. You don't even have to think about that. There is a, ref a short reflection with a, a bigger question to ponder than the scripture versus the addresses, which require you again to go through and look over, then a reflection based on those, and then three questions that your group can then ponder. And I tell you that you probably won't ever get to the third one, because as you mentioned, Danielle, people, women are very good at going with conversation. Just give them a little spark yeah. And before you know it, it's two hours and you're like, oh, my gosh, we're done. And it's beautiful. It's just so inspiring. And it really is that extra bit of um, spiritual grace and food that you need to get you till the next week. Yeah. Through the next week. Oh, I love that. And that's true. And that's very encouraging for someone who might feel paralyzed, like I cannot lead a group. But mm -hmm. yes, you can. <laughs> yes. It doesn't, you don't have to have, you know, you don't have to be a particularly gifted speaker or leader in any way to just share these questions and kind of let what naturally happens take from there. So that's beautiful. And I, I want to talk a little bit, one more question before we have to go, Allison, about mm -hmm. your retreats. Can you share what, what exactly those are and how you offer them and where people can find out more about them? Well, they can find out more on reconcile to you.com. And I offer right now three 
particular ones. I'm doing the Warriors Retreat, which I used to call the Trust Retreat. And then I went into Catholic marketing and I realized that <laughs> nobody nobody really wants to admit they don't trust God or they feel like there's no way they could trust if they're yeah. struggling with a trust issue. So I thought, what's at the core of what of, of the trust is really worrying? And we all worry. We all have anxiety, especially women. So I, I made this Warriors Retreat and it's been very popular um, just coming together and really looking at um, what makes us worry. And I use the model of our Blessed Mother mm -hmm. uh, through her life, like the things that she really had to worry about. But why didn't she worry? How was she able to say yes and keep going? And it was this power of grace. So I talk about a grace a lot in my retreats. I have seeking the peace of forgiveness and seeking joy. And those uh, kind of speak for themselves. But yeah, the, this, the, the, the heart of the gospel is forgiveness. It's the one thing we're kind of commanded to do, and it's it's hard to really sometimes expect yourself or be able to do that. You think, well, I can't forgive until I, mm -hmm. and so I go through the all of the until I's and really show you scripturally and through the traditions of the church how God helps you, gives you every tool that you need mm -hmm. to forgive, and like just like He gives us every tool that we need, to, tool that we need to trust and to be filled with joy. Wow. And this is a great way if somebody out there is wondering about getting a women's group together, having Allison come out and do a retreat in your community, that gives you an idea of who's in your community and who might be interested in joining a group, Absolutely. a great way to kind of kick off and make some new connections. Yes. And I'm, I'm always willing to work with a group um, through their budget. Uh, the Lord always provides. So if it's a financial thing that's keeping you from bringing in a, a women speaker, you know, me particularly, uh, please just give me a call and we can work that out. Absolutely. Great. I just feel like God gave it to me without price. He needs He knows my bills. He knows what I you know. The, <laughs> the, the scriptures say that a labor is worth their fair wage and he always takes care of it. So I, I love that idea that you just said about, you know, this is a way for you to meet these women. Mm -hmm. um, bring them together and and go from there. So thank you for that Love idea. Love that. Yeah. So reconciledtoyou.com. We'll have it linked up in the show notes. Allison, thank you for all that you do in your ministry, all that you do for women everywhere, but also what you do for me personally as my friend. I'm so grateful Aww. for you. I feel the same way. Thank you so much for supporting um, reconciledtoyou.com and what the Lord's put on my heart to do. And as you said, for, thank you for being my friend. We all need girlfriends, especially girlfriends in Christ. Absolutely. Great way to close on the Girlfriends Podcast. Thanks for being here, Allison. God bless you. Thank you. I want to just take a moment to thank Ascension for partnering with me to bring you the Girlfriends Podcast. If you haven't been over to ascensionpress.com in a little bit, a good time to head over. They always have fresh new content on there. You can check out their vlogs, their blogs, their podcasts. There's a lot more than just girlfriends there. There's a lot that they have to offer. They're always producing new and fresh content from people that you know and trust like Father Mike Schmitz, like Jeff Cavins, like Sister Miriam James. There's wonderful people really putting out beautiful messages that are going to speak straight to your heart in a relevant way. That's what I always love about Ascension is that they, they approach topics that are in the culture in a way that takes into account our faith perspective. And this is so important if you're raising kids. Such great media to be able to share with your kids. I'm constantly sharing stuff from Ascension ascensionpress.com with my kids who are away at school. Um, but it's a wonderful way to evangelize and share these things. You can share them through social media. Um, so all of this free content is available at ascensionpress.com. But then there's so much more than that. There are all kinds of parish studies 
individual studies, things you might want to use with teaching your kids about their faith, things you might want to use to enhance your marriage. There's so many different resources there. So check out all that they have to offer at ascensionpress.com. Hi, Danielle. Um, I just wanted to say I was listening to your podcast today and I got to thinking that I, the area of my life that I have struggled to let God have control over is my health. I currently have a few chronic health conditions and I'm undergoing testing to uh, possibly diagnose a third. Anyhow, um, so I struggle to let God into that area um, since I want to control that. I struggle with knowing when to be proactive, when to let go, and is being proactive and researching a form of not trusting in God? Or is that being, you know, reasonable and using our brains? Anyway, I really enjoy your podcast. I find it very helpful to me as I live in an area that does not have a lot of practicing Catholics, let alone practicing Catholics my age, so it can be rather isolating. Anyway, thank you again, and God bless you and the work you do. Bye. Thank you so much for that feedback. I'm just going to call that caller Anne. That's not her real name, uh, but she didn't share her name in the recording. And so I don't know if I have permission to share her real name. So we'll just call her Anne. And I want to invite you to please pray for Anne and the struggles that she's going through with regard to her health. And I want to thank you for sending that feedback. You all know that voicemail is my love language when it comes to the Girlfriends Podcast. I love hearing from you guys any way that you want to communicate with me. But voicemail is so nice because... I get to bring your voice into the podcast and it really helps this to feel more like a real back and forth community that we're sharing here about these things that matter. And I did hear from a number of people about that episode that Anne references in her voicemail there about what are you keeping from God? And I did want that to be a, a little bit challenging for people. And it was challenging for me because it was something that I was dealing with. And I have to tell you, even after I recorded that the following weekend, I had the same struggle. I did the exact same thing with regard to wanting to control my precious time. And I was just laughing at myself because of having recorded that podcast. I'm like, I still have a long way to go. So know that if you're struggling along these lines, I'm right there struggling with you. Um, and But Anne, I did want to address what you were talking about, that where do you draw that line between trusting God, right? If you're dealing with all kinds of different health issues and concerns and worries, um, between trusting God and researching you know, proactively doing stuff with regard to your health. And I think that answer is probably different for everybody. Of course, God means for us to use our brains. And of course, it's uh, perfectly um, ex expected that you would take action regarding health concerns that you might have, and you might want to get more information. And it's a great way um, to be able to take better care of yourself is to get informed about what might be going on. But I don't know if this is what you're dealing with, Anne, but I, I do know and love a number of people who struggle with anxiety, especially with regard to their health. And this can be a tricky thing to um, to be researching, you know, consulting Dr. Google about what's going on with you. And it can just lead into this 
really scary downward spiral of anxiety. And God doesn't want that for you. So if that's what's going on for you, then you're absolutely right to maybe um, find a need to address it. Maybe cut it out altogether. If you're in the care of doctors and you trust those doctors, then maybe you don't need to be Googling. Maybe you don't need to be researching these things on your own um, if they're leading to greater anxiety. I just know from my own experience with people I know and love that sometimes just not allowing them to Google. And I have done this, close the laptop on somebody like you're not allowed to Google that where, you know, you're, you're seeing a doctor and, and you're getting good care. Um, so just knowing that, and if you're not able to make that assessment for yourself and maybe ask somebody who knows you well, um, what their advice is with regard to how you'll handle that. But, you know, of course, getting information is um, a helpful thing. So finding that, that balance between those two, I think is key and knowing yourself and what your struggles are and what you're, you're likely to, um, be tempted toward, whether you're tempted toward anxiety or tempted toward not taking your health seriously enough, maybe just erring on the side of that. So thank you so much for that, Anne. And if you have feedback on today's episode, on a recent episode, maybe you want to share what you are keeping from God and the ways in which you're trying to address it. Maybe there's a topic that um, I didn't cover, like um, Anne shared about her health. Maybe there's another topic like that. Um, and I would love to hear about it. I would love to hear your feedback. You can always email me, Danielle, at daniellebean.com or easily record a voice memo on your phone and then just send it to me at that email address or connect with me on Voxer. The link to connect with me on Voxer is always in the show notes at ascensionpress.com. And before we end, I just want to thank you for all the ways that you support the Girlfriends Podcast. But thank you most of all just for being here. I say it all the time, but I say it because I truly mean it. I so value your presence here and the fact that you tune in week after week to listen to what I have to share here, that you offer your feedback in different ways. But more than that, I just value your presence here. You are truly an important part of the Girlfriends community. So thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for being here. And until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week. Girlfriends is a collaboration between DanielleBean.com and Ascension, the leader in Catholic faith formation. 